You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Matthew chapter 19. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And when he had placed his hands on them and blessed them, he went on from there. Children have always had a part in revivals. They are not on the sidelines or an afterthought in God's agenda to renew people. Many times they are actually the spark that sets the revival going. The first receivers who then bring their families to the Lord. Joel 2.28 says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy and your old men will dream dreams, but your young men will see visions. When revival comes, our sons and daughters begin to prophesy and see visions. Sometimes they sing songs they've never heard before. And when questioned, they say they heard the angels singing. No wonder Jesus said, truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 18. Children have a wonderful ability to believe and receive. God called Samuel when he was just a young boy and Samuel heard. He might not have understood at first, but once coached, he was ready to hear more. And God downloaded to a little boy what was to come and the whole future of Israel. He gave his plan to a little boy. Charles Finney, the revivalist, would often use school halls to preach in when traveling. At one particular school, he preached in the evening to a small group of bored people who had come to listen, but no real action took place. However, the next day, when the children arrived for classes in the same school, the Holy Spirit swept through the classrooms and children began to weep randomly, first one, then another, until it was almost all of them. One child cried out, I fear for my soul. Another said, I'm afraid of hell. This happened in multiple classrooms all at the same time. The teachers ran out the classrooms and met in the hallways perplexed, not knowing what to do as their pupils were overcome in repentance. The principal, knowing of Mr. Finney's meeting the night before, asked for them to bring him to preach to the children, which he did, and many gave their lives. Needless to say, that evening the school meetings were packed and the parents of the children all came wanting to know what had happened to their children and the revival was on. The first adults that sat under Finney's preaching had no reaction. They were cold and dead. I think of the account in Mark 6 where it says that Jesus could do no miracles in his hometown of Nazareth except lay hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their lack of faith. Unbelief is a roadblock to revival. So I like to think that God took Finney's sermon and pushed pause on it, leaving the words hanging magically in the rooms of the school until a more receptive people arrived. When the children came in, he just pushed play and the kingdom was back in motion. Schools are often hotbeds for revivals. Just a few years ago, a beautiful revival came to a school in Limpopo. 
The principal said the following, students are constantly being moved to tears. They're prophesying over one another. They're getting visions, witnessing angels, being delivered and healed. And many are being physically touched by God in such a way that they are shaking under the presence. There has been incredible hunger and passion among the vast majority of our students so that at the slightest nudge, they could easily spend hours upon hours in worship. Isn't that incredible? In the Azusa Street revival, children were regular in attendance, participating, receiving, singing, and even prophesying and laying hands on the sick. Babies would not cry or disturb the meetings. They were often unusually quiet and receptive as God's presence filled the room tangibly and even visibly in the form of a cloud. One mother would bring her three-year-old daughter who would always go and lie under the pulpit. And at some points, being in a playful mood, she would sit up and begin trying to gather the thick mist of God's Shekinah glory into her arms. As we pray for revival today, let's pray for God to pour out His Spirit on all our children. Let them be at the center of the now revival. Let's pray our children have dreams and visions, angelic encounters, and hear God calling them like Samuel did. I think about all the temptations and challenges this young generation are facing. It's like an all-out assault on them from the enemy, almost as if he knows their identity and destiny and what an impact they will have for God in the future. And so his attack is relentless on their lives. So let's pray for an all-out assault from heaven upon them. Let's pray for God's Spirit to come upon our kids and let them be the spark of this now revival. So Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to